Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. And today we're going to be talking um, about embracing the new you. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? The new you. Um, And we're going to be looking at Colossians chapter 3 together. And so if you've got your Bibles and you'd like to turn with me to Colossians chapter 3, you will be welcome to do so. Alternatively, the words will hopefully appear on the screen. And also you'll see um, if you're in person on your seats, but also they're available online via the church hub. Um, Our sermon notes, um, do feel free to use those as we look at God's word together and throughout this week in your home groups as well, if you would like to. But let's listen to God's word together now as we start with uh, Colossians chapter 3, starting at verse 1 and going all the way down to verse 17. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, scavian, uh, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen and holy people, Dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, songs and spirit, uh, from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. What an image of church that is. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. 
as we come to look at this wonderful passage of Scripture together. Let's just commit this time to God. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the wonder and the beauty that is contained within it and the way it reveals yourself to us. And Lord, this morning we again come open before you. Would you speak to us? And would you move in this place, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I love new things. It might just be that I'm a little bit of a magpie, uh, but there is something wonderful about embracing something that's new. Um, I don't know if you've ever done this, but as it gets a bit colder, have you ever got a new jumper and put it on for the first time and then resisted putting it in the wash for as long as you possibly can, knowing that when you put it in the wash, it's not going to be that quite as comfortable and warm and as snuggly as it is that first time you put it on. Um, I wonder how long you've gone before someone's told you you need to smell, you're just smelling a little bit and you need to wash that new jumper. Or has anyone had that wonderful moment of peeling off that protective layer that surrounds the new gadget or the new thing that you've bought, leaving this crisp, clean, new thing that you've just bought to be able to enjoy? There are so many things that we can get excited about that are new. Whether it's a new shiny pound coin that we got given when people still used to use cash, or the new shoes that we've got that are nice and clean and not got any dirt on them yet, or a new favorite restaurant that we love going to eat at, or maybe bigger things like a nice new house that we get to enjoy, or an exciting shiny new car, or the ultimate of them all, a new uh, baby entering the, wo uh, the world. But there's a catch. Nothing stays new for long. A washed new jumper or hoodie never feels the same again. A new gadget quickly becomes outdated. Old new trainers get dirty and become worn. A new car gets miles on the clock. A new house becomes familiar. And that nice little cute baby quickly grows up. In our world... New is a temporary, short-lived state that, we quit, that then quickly becomes old again. But as we follow Jesus, he reveals to us a new you, a new life that we can all live in. But this new life is not just a temporary phase that will soon grow old, but rather it is one that will resist the pressures of our world to decay and degrade over time. If anything, this new you will only get better with time. It will get stronger as you grow into it and continue to walk with Jesus. So today we're going to spend some time thinking about how we can stand in resistance for Jesus in the face of our culture today um, and explore three ways that we can live out this new you that will never fade or grow old as we step into our relationship with Jesus as our Lord. As Paul writes to the Colossians, he starts by affirming the difference that Jesus makes to our lives 
and declares that we have been made new in Christ. Right from the first verse, Paul encourages the church, since then you have been raised with Christ. Amen. Isn't that good news? In other words, if you've encountered Jesus, if you have heard that he has died for you, that he's risen again, then you too have been transformed. The death and the resurrection of Jesus was not just something that Jesus did, but it also affects our lives today. Acknowledging that Jesus died and rose again, transforms our lives and impacts the way that we live. As we are raised with Christ, a new you emerges, a new life is established in all of us. But the challenge to each one of us who encounters this new life that Jesus offers is to maintain our relationship with Jesus. It is through Jesus that we find this new you. It's through Jesus that we have been raised. If we do not stick closely to Jesus, he will, we will ultimately go astray and not realize the fullness of the new life that Jesus is offering to us. So what does the new you look like? What difference does Jesus make as he reveals the new you in our lives today? Well, first, firstly, Jesus gives us a new perspective. Paul encourages us not just to see the world as we used to see it, but instead he calls us to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. As we encounter Jesus as the Son of God, as we are raised with him, a new perspective is opened before our eyes. Before I went to the opticians to get these glasses that now uh, look beautifully on my face, I thought that I could see perfectly well. It was only when I went and saw the opticians and they started dropping all those lenses in front of my eyes and looking awkwardly, comfortably into my eyes uh, that, they start, that I started to realize that there was a brighter, crisper view of life that I was missing out on. And once I'd seen that brighter, crisper view of life through the new glasses that the optician was recommending to me, I didn't want to take them off because I recognized that they enhanced my life. They gave me a new perspective. I didn't want to go back to my old way of seeing the blurry world around me. I wanted to see the crisp, clear view that was before me. And it's the same with Jesus. As we see him for who he is, we go from having a blurry vision to a crystal clear 2020 vision as we encounter Jesus for ourselves. Effectively, Paul is saying, don't settle for seeing things the way that you used to see them, but put your Jesus glasses on and see the wonder of the world as Jesus sees it. Set your hearts and your minds on things above. Jesus offers us a new perspective, but he also offers us life as we were created to live it. Things are created with a purpose. 
When I go home and I have my dinner later, when I decide to cut something on my plate, I'm going, I know that I'm going to use a knife and not a spoon because a knife was created for cutting, whereas a spoon was not. Likewise, if I want to fly somewhere, I know that I'm going to go and get on a plane and not try and get there by riding a bike or driving a car because planes were created to fly, whereas cars and bikes were not. It is the same for us today as well. We have been created with a purpose. We have been created to live in the image of God. Right at the start of the Bible, the opening verses tell us how God created the world, how he created us. And what does he tell us about ourselves? That we are created in the image of God. So let's listen to verse 10 again, bearing that in mind, where Paul tells us to put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. As we step into the new you, as we grow in knowledge of who we are created to be, being a Christian does not make us less human, but quite the opposite. It is as we embrace our new identity in Jesus that we become truly human. It's then when we find our unique and true purpose in life, recognizing We're not just here by accident. We have been made in the image of God. There is a new you that you can live in. The question is, will you embrace the new you that that is found as you embrace the risen Jesus? Jesus has given us all a new perspective. He's He's enabled us to live lives as we were created to live them. He alone gives us life in all its fullness. So will we live the life that he gives us? Will we lay down our old selves, let go of our old identities, and instead embrace the new life that we have in Jesus? For we have been raised with him. If you've never heard this message before today, can I encourage you to know that there is a new life that you can find in Jesus. Life as it was created to be lived. But will you live it? As we follow Jesus, we are called to resist. We resist our old identities, our old blurry way of seeing things that we might live in the goodness of God and live out the new life that we find in Jesus, the risen Son of God. As we're made new in Christ, he then goes further and he makes us new in our character too. New means change and there being something different and distinctive about us. When I buy a new mobile phone or a new computer, I don't expect to still 
for it to still operate and, and, and have the same operating system as my old computer or my old phone. I expect it to be new and improved, a greater version of that which went before it. And it's the same when we are made new in Jesus. As we are made new, we are called to resist the old habits, the old system bugs that we used to experience in our old way of living. These, these habits are hallmarks of our earthly way of living. But we are no longer living as we used to live. Instead, we have been raised with Christ and we are, be, uh, and we are being made new in him. So this, must, so this must also be revealed in the way that we live out our lives and ultimately in the core of our character that makes us who we are. So as we are made new in Christ, no longer should we live out of sexual immorality, lust, evil desires and greed. No longer should we be full of anger, rage, malice, and bad language. Instead, we should leave these things behind and put on the new characteristics, the new character that God has called us to, to live lives of compassion, love, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So how do we embrace this new you? How do we transform our character from the old us to the new us? Well, ultimately, it's not something that we can do alone. It is only as we are raised with Jesus and he comes and works in our lives that we will be able to leave behind the old way of living in order to embrace the new way of living in Jesus. But as we resist the draw and the pull of our old habits, the first thing we can do is recognize the character of our old selves. No one of us, or not one of us, can say that we model all the traits that Paul implores us as Christians to live in this passage all the time. We were made to be sexual beings, and therefore, we need to learn how to handle and manage our sexuality appropriately. We, have, we will all have moments where we are angry or where we don't speak in a way that is honoring to others. We are all human. These are traits of our old selves, our earthly selves, our lives before Christ. Jesus will continue to work in our lives and reveal more of himself amongst us. But as he continues to work on our character, we can start off by being self-aware. We can see the flaws of our old selves and recognize them for what they are, that we might be able to make them make space for God to come into our lives and work in our lives by the power of his spirit within us. But how do we make space for God to work? As we recognize these areas that are belonging to our old way of living, 
we need to be willing to let go of them and move beyond them. And we can let go of these old ways in two different ways. Firstly, letting go means being willing to change, being willing to put in the effort. Are you willing to let go of that unhelpful relationship that is drawing you back to the old ways of uh, your old way of living rather than the new you that Jesus is calling you to be? Are you willing to let go of that desire which dwells within you but is not in line with the new you that you are in Jesus? Are you willing to let your anger be quenched? Are you willing to model grace and forgiveness? Jesus will transform our character. But we first of all need to be willing to let go of our old selves. If we're holding tightly to who we are, Jesus is going to just come against a stubborn heart as he seeks to change us. We also need to let go, not only of being holding on to who we were, but let go of the shame and the guilt of the mistakes of our past. Those lustful and those sinful thoughts no longer define us for who we are. That time that you said that silly thing that you regretted the moment it left your lips no longer defines you for who you are. Why? Because you have been raised with Christ. And as you are raised with Christ, the old has gone and the new has come. If we are to resist the forces of our world and live in the goodness of God, We need to stand firmly in our new character that we have in Jesus. We need to resist the habits of our old way of life and instead make space and put on the new self that is made in the image of its creator. So this week, what habits of your character might you need to let go of that it might make space for you to embrace the new you that Jesus wants to reveal in your life. A key way that we are made new in Jesus is through being in community together. Our relationship with Jesus is never lived out alone. Jesus called us as his followers to belong together, to grow in relationship and faith together, and he established his church that we might do so together. Paul is not writing just to individuals, but to the church as he writes this passage. He doesn't just say, as God has chosen you, But instead, he writes corporately, saying in verse 12, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. We should aspire to demonstrate these characteristics individually, yes, but we should also seek to demonstrate and grow in these characteristics as a community together. 
Each one of these characteristics that Paul lists is used elsewhere in the Bible to describe the character and the nature of God. He is the God of compassion. He is the God who is kind and good. He is the God who is above all things and yet is also humble and gentle. He is, the, he is patient and we are his church. We are his representatives and he calls us today to demonstrate and live out his character and his body, the church of Jesus Christ. If we are to resist the forces of our world and remain committed to following Jesus and following his way of life above any other, we need to get into community together. And so this week, how might you engage in this image of church that seeks to reveal the new you and reflect God's character to those around you? Maybe you could join a home group and get into a community of growing together deeper in God's word and in prayer and care for one another. Especially if you're joining us online today, uh, we're delighted that you're with us. We're delighted that you're here. We want to bless you and we want to inspire you to go on your own walk with Jesus. But please don't try and go it alone. Get into community as you engage with us. If you can, come down and join us on a Sunday occasionally. We'd love to welcome you in person as well as online. If you can join a home group, do so and grow in community with the wider church. If you can meet with some Christian friends during the week, make sure you do so. If you meet, but whatever you do, don't try and go it alone. Get into community that you might grow in your faith and grow in uh, and, and develop in character as you serve and worship Jesus together in community. As we gather, how can we grow in a, into a community that models the character of God? How might we demonstrate his love. How might you this week be patient with those in your church family? How might you not become angry with one another? How might we as a church love one another? In Jesus, we are made new. So let's live out the new you that we have all found in him together. New things don't stay new forever, or do they? We have been raised with Christ. This is the new you. Unlike a new jumper or anything else in this world, there is no going back to the old you. Jesus has made us new by the wonder of his love and his grace. So may we resist anything that seeks to draw us away from Jesus and the new life that we have in him. Let's resist the habits of our old selves. Let's embrace the new character and community that Jesus 
is calling us to be. And as Paul finishes this passage, may we do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that you are the God of hope and that you are making all things new. Jesus, we praise you that you are the Son of God who died and rose again and that you have not just gone through that process alone, but we have been raised with you. And Lord, we pray that we will continue to set our eyes and our minds on that mindset, that the old has gone, the new has come. Help us to see things from that higher plane as we have been raised with you. Help us to live our lives out with you, rather than just being limited by the things and the ways that we would usually live our lives. Lord, would you come by the power of your Spirit and transform us and develop us to be the new versions of ourselves that you have called us to be. May we hold loosely who we are and who we were, that it might make space for you to bring the new us into fulfillment. We let go of the shame and the guilt of the mistakes of our past, recognizing that we have been raised with you. The old has gone. It has no hold over us anymore. And we instead choose to embrace the new life that you have given to us all. And Lord, for each one of us, whether here in person, online, as we gather together in your name, as your church in this place, would we continue to grow together and embrace the new you, our new versions of ourselves that are formed and developed in community as we come together in your name and to demonstrate who you are to those around us together. In Jesus' name we pray. Would you come and fill us again by the power of your Spirit? Amen.